This past weekend, I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna not eat for 24 hours. And while that may sound like something dangerous or if something's wrong or maybe I'm just poor, uh, it's actually because of me wanting to do this podcast and this video for you. Uh, and it's talking about intermittent fasting or different fasting techniques. Now, I did the one for 24 hours this past weekend just to remind myself a little bit more of some of the things that you might feel during it and basically to give better insight to you if you've ever, ever thought about trying it. Because I get this question a lot. I get people who ask me what I think about intermittent fasting uh, simply because I'm a fitness coach or personal trainer. And I, you know, I was like, you know what? While I know a little bit about it, why don't I just answer a bunch of the questions right here in this format? So I fasted for 24 hours. I'm gonna give you a little bit of insight to why people would want to fast or not eat for a certain period of time in the first place. Uh, how you should be able to do it safely and then what things you should look out for or some like warning signs that have to go with it. So focus in, let's talk about it. Jumbo, my friends, it's Coach Zoe or the Coach Zoe you know. And today I'm going into intermittent fasting. Basically, what is it? Why would someone want to do it? How do you do it safely if you're going to try it? And a couple things to look out for. Now, why would someone want to do it? Well, first, let me give you my reason why I maybe want to do it myself. I can eat. I can eat a lot. I, I am not as much of a growing kid anymore, so it's not just like uh, teenage eating patterns of just someone who's growing you know, at a nice, fast rate. Um, it's probably because for a long period of time, I had a suppressed amount of ghrelin. Now, if you don't know what ghrelin is, ghrelin isn't the name of some punk garage band. Uh, ghrelin is actually um, a hormone uh, that is in your body that basically helps to tell your body when it is full, when it's had enough nutrients or it's sustained for a certain period of time from food. And usually that kicks on, you know, if you go to a buffet and you eat a bunch of buffet pizza and to, at one point you start to go oh, okay i've i've had enough i'm i'm feeling okay that's when your ghrelin hormone levels begin to rise a little bit more telling your body that you've had enough food my ghrelin hormone must have been on a vacation that has lasted for years because most of the time i don't really feel that full um i don't usually feel too full from normal standard kind of meal sizes um, I just kind of get maybe like a little bit more satisfied but usually I have this feeling that oh I need to eat more food and that was one reason that I wanted to try intermittent fasting because one of the reasons is that it helps with some things of hormone balance again I'm going through kind of what some of the research says I'll link the article this research article that I'm referring to um, in some of these show notes but a lot of people use it to try to help with hormone imbalance. A lot of people try to, try to use it for a little bit more of uh, gut health. If they feel like something kind of seems to be going wrong with their gut and digestion, uh, they usually use it as kind of like a point to clear it out and clear everything out, just let everything kind of rest a second before going back into some eating patterns. Um, and 
another reason that people do it is more just for kind of a kind of a test of willpower in a sense of just seeing okay like can you um keep yourself away from just like going through the day and snacking because if they have a bunch of eating patterns like i've had at some points where they just keep snacking and eating foods all throughout the day that perhaps their body doesn't really need maybe this kind of gives them sort of a test to kind of go without it and then they can reevaluate and see what their eating patterns can be like afterwards so those are a couple quick reasons why people do it there are some other research reasons that go into people trying to do it for weight loss or fat loss purposes. Uh, some of that research is kind of shown that way, but only for some specific periods of time, usually these longer periods of time. But if you're going to go about it and you're like, Coach Zoe, I've never done that or heard of that. Um, how, if I was going to try it, how should I do it? Well, you shouldn't do what I did, um, which is starting well, I didn't start with a 24 hour fast. I've done different increments of fasting, but what I mean by that is you should start with something that is a small increment of time. Let's say that you go throughout your work day. Let's say you work a typical nine to five. You could have this window where basically you don't eat for that eight hour period and you only eat a little bit before you go to work and you only eat a little bit after. Uh, now you might say, oh, well, I'm busy enough for that. I do that anyway. And yeah, that's fine. Uh, a lot of people do that that way. And then if that's okay with you, uh, then attempting to do a 12 hour fast where basically, let's say you go from, you don't eat after 7am and then you eat again, starting at 7pm. Um, and this can kind of, you slowly make these windows of time larger and bigger in order to um, eventually kind of get to something where you have a nice kind of control of your time. And that's how people get to that point of doing like a 24 hour fast for doing something like this. Um, and one thing that I found that was a benefit once I got up to this point of a 24 hour fast, uh, for this test is I didn't really feel like I had this other kind of like time suck or this thing where, oh, well I have to go and make food. I have to take time out of like doing my own stuff with my business to then go out and try to prep these meals and make these meals. Cause I don't go out for fast food. I don't like get something quick from a restaurant. I usually try to make my own food. So if I have to go through and prep that or even meal prep on like the weekends, that might save a little bit of time from doing that, given that I don't need to prep food for that specific day of that 24 hour fast. So that helps with me feeling like, oh, well, I have a lot more time. I can just get some of these other tasks done and completed. The other benefit uh, that I found for myself was that I felt like I had a nice bit of mental clarity along with that as well, where I knew that, okay, well, I didn't have to take this food in. Um, a big kind of key with this, uh, it's not that you don't take anything in at all. It's not that you go like without water or anything like that. It's just about going with either zero or very limited on your calories. So anything like waters, green teas, uh, black coffee, that's usually okay. And that is fine to take in because you want to make sure that you stay hydrated during your time of your fast. So it's not that you don't take anything in, you make sure to stay hydrated when you do it. And then from there, you can slowly open up that window. Again, if this benefits you, you don't have to do this at all. This is just me trying to inform you 
that you can do this and then you can see what your own results are from it. Again, this is something where you should consult your doctor if you are going to go through something like this or if you have any um, past um, any past experience or past history with anything that relates to eating disorders or you were severely underweight or if you happen to be more in like the um, category of being more like geriatric, much older, or if you are a child or much younger, the research isn't really out on that. So I would definitely talk to a medical professional uh, before fully implying the advice that I'm giving here. But we want to make sure that you start by going in those windows, you make sure you hydrate throughout it. And the other thing that um, you want to make sure that you do is do it on a day where there isn't that much activity. I think um, one kind of key important thing is that you don't want to do this on a day where you have a bunch of these super active things to do. I'm a runner, right? A marathon runner. I am not going to do this on the day where I have my long run, right? For the specific reason that when I'm doing a long run, if I'm going out there for miles, my body needs some calories to work off of. And now some people might debate, oh, well, once you get through your glycogen stores in your body or basically your body storing carbohydrates, um, you're going to start using fat and that's going to be your fuel. I'm like, that's great. But also there's a point if you get to go too far that your body starts burning off muscle and that's not great. Uh, so on those long run days or something where I have super high intense activity, that's where I don't do that. So when I did it, I just did it on a Sunday. I stopped after my Saturday dinner and I didn't eat till the next Saturday dinner for that 24 hour fast. If you are to go through and attempt something with fasting, here's a couple kind of key things I want you to know. The first and the most important one is listen to your body, right? Now you're going to have some of these times where you kind of get it, get these waves right throughout the day, where maybe it's something if you worked up to a 24 hour fast where maybe that next day, something at like 9am, your body's like, Oh, well, yeah, we might feel a little hungry. Um, and then you might have another spike of that kind of hunger at like 5pm or something like that. I'm not talking about looking out for those. I'm talking more that if you feel like all of a sudden there's like dizziness or something feels wrong with like your heart or something like that, you don't have to just go through this just to like prove it to anybody. Okay. You should do this because you were trying to see how it could benefit your habits and also your overall health. And that's the reason I'm telling you that is just make sure to listen to your body. If you need to break it, uh, have it just be with something that is a whole type food option, something of just like some simple fruit that you kind of eat back in. That would be the best way to go about that. If you start to feel some of those symptoms, it shouldn't be something where you feel awful throughout the entire thing. It should be something where you feel okay and that you are in control because the whole time you should stay in control and you should know also that it's okay. And if you need to eat something, then eat something and that's fine. But try to listen to your body, try to listen to it, trying to just say, Oh, well, like I'm hungry. I should have some breakfast. Or if it's really just like, Oh, I just have this like quick craving because I passed by a bakery and I smelled the smell of that bakery and try to decipher if it's really like, Oh, I'm actually hungry. Or if no, I'm okay. I can keep going. And that's kind of a key thing to do. The second thing is um, making sure that you don't do any of that intense activity that we talked about. Uh, and the third thing is just to make sure that 
you don't overextend yourself when you do something like this. You can definitely see I've seen sometimes some benefits myself from doing something of this certain amount of fasting, not only for my schedule, but also for kind of getting my eating habits in check and kind of having my body do this quick reset to be like, oh, well, maybe for this meal that um, this is actually the amount that we need and not this amount. And that it can help with some of those hunger hormones uh, that might come into play. But the main thing with this before I ramble on too long, which I probably already have, is that I just wanted to give you a little bit of insight into fasting and intermittent fasting. And hopefully what I would like for you is that you can take this info if you're thinking about it or if you've talked to a friend, you can always share this episode with them uh, just to kind of give a little bit of insight into here's some of the things you should look out for if you do that. But if you're going to do it, start with these smaller intervals of time and then you could work your way up. You don't have to do all these in like back-to-back days, but kind of like choose the days that work right for you for fasting, something where you have a little bit less activity and then kind of go from there. But that's the insight I wanted to give you today. I greatly appreciate you being here. If you have any questions at all or any further follow-up you'd like for me, you can always message me at uh, a bunch of my social medias, usually Facebook, Instagram, those work best. Uh, But otherwise, take chances, make mistakes, and see if you can get in control of your cravings, your hunger, and your body with fasting. But if you do it, just make sure you're cautious about it, you listen to your body, and that you do it in a safe manner. Talk to you soon.